Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome, brothers, friends, After Lodge Jason. It's episode 108 of the After Lodge podcast. Uh, it's the 24th of January. Beautiful, icy Sunday morning. We've all dug out of our snow compounds from the cosmic dump that you could see from space of all the snow. Uh, of which this little town uh, in which this lodge resides was in the eye of the storm, I suppose. Because if you go 10 miles from here, everyone else got dumped on. In any this direction. area got nothing. Uh, it's, it's, there's like a 10-mile wide hole in the storm that we were in, so... Pikey Mountain uh, did not fare did quite not so well. Nope. get much. I was, I was comfortably situated uh, watching the light dusting my car received while I was watching the news of the feet of snow burying our neighbors. Uh, but we survived. We uh, got so bad that uh, we canceled the, the pancake breakfast for the first time and Which, ever. I mean, really, we probably didn't have to do and that. We and didn't, we didn't have to. Uh, but all the predictions were that this place was going to be a disaster zone. Uh, well, yeah. No, technically, y- yesterday it is. Morning, There's a state uh, of emergency. Yeah. Yesterday morning, I was promised eight inches, and I only got three, so... That's how that yeah. feels. Uh, we are still in a state of emergency. We are today, probably today. violating Thank the you, law. Thank you, Tony. Tony's the only one you, who even smiled you do at realize, that. You do realize that most weathermen are men, and they always promise more inches than no, what was, you're going to get. I was oh, okay. going to put a tag on that joke. I was going to say, oh, did hard. they hit you with it three times, though, and then follow it up with a brick? With or? A brick? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it would have been funny if I got to say it as soon as he said it. No, but, I that, mean, that know, joke only works like if, if you tell it within the the tight confines of, of its yeah. own joke. You can't. Which would uh, I'm waiting on the National Guard to uh, show up and tell us how we're violating the law by broadcasting during this state of emergency. It is a state of emergency. Yes, Pikey Mountain is very emergency-side. Uh, I noticed uh, that uh, Jason plowed the lodge parking lot with his wife's Kia. No, no, that was done when I got here. Oh, I just thought maybe that was why you were driving her car. You want to tell us a story about that, or is there Uh-oh. a story? Uh oh. I mean, there kind of is. Um, so my car needs its uh, like major like first service, like the one where they like drain all the fluids out of it and put in new fluids, and it's basically like dialysis for the car. And so, like, I got up, I set my clock Monday, which was Martin Luther King Day, and I didn't have to work. 
So I set my clock, had an appointment to be there at 9.30, which is kind of like scheduling a college class for like 8 a.m. Like, it's just, like, it sounds like a good idea, but you have a lot of hard times getting there. And uh, I forgot my wallet <laughs> and realized that when I was just about there, I had to turn around and go, go back and get my wallet, come back up there. It's like, I understand I'm late, but uh, is there any way you get my car? And they're like, sure, three hours from now, and it's a four-hour service. Why didn't you just go without your wallet? I had to pay. You couldn't be like, here's my car, I'll get my wallet and pay when I get back? I, okay, here's my car, how do I go get my wallet? I don't know. Some, that's, that's some, some way other than exactly. that, you could probably do that a lot quicker than what a cab in three I don't hours. Ha- I don't you have have called me to drive me all the way to my house and back. Well, mm, at mm, eight o'clock or at nine o'clock mm, on a careful. Tuesday. Mm, careful. No. Yeah. You could have called Harlan. <laughs> he was at work. <laughs> I was at work. Uh, oh, so he he considered it then. Yeah. He, he would have done it. I considered everybody. Then I was like, are you really going to drive me? I figured you were out of town. Tony's got his brand new truck. He's looking for miles to put on it. I figured he was out of town. Especially in the... Well, we didn't have snow then. So I drive all the way back. Yeah. Get my wallet. Drive all the way mm-hmm. back there. And then so they're like, basically like six hours from now, you'll be done. I'm like, oh, well, screw this. So I leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I work Tuesday. Because if I hadn't worked the day after holiday, it would be a complete disaster. And then I'm off the rest of the week. So my next day that I had scheduled the appointment was for Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Okay. Got up Wednesday, and it had snowed four to five inches. Mm. And uh, I guess I didn't leave my home Wednesday. No, oh, well, it did. Wasn't that the day it did that? Yeah. Yes, maybe. So uh, I couldn't make it up that hill by my house, and I tried it for like an hour. <laughs> I just kept making it almost there, and then I was like, well, you know what? I keep losing, because you got to come around a corner yeah. before you hit that hill, so you don't have a lot of momentum right. going up that hill. And that's why I keep losing momentum because of traction control. Can't you go out the other way, though? Or is that not That hill is way bigger. Okay. I ain't making it up that hill. This is what happens when you live in a valley. So I uh, take off traction control, and I almost make it up the hill. In the last second, like when I'm getting ready to crest the hill and know I've made it, the car just decides, oh, we're going to turn around now. (laughs) And just, you know, no traction control, just... The car just kind of turns itself around, and then I'm pointed down the hill, and I'm like, all right, that means it's time to go back home. <laughs> Guess I'm going back home. Good call, yeah, car. Right. So I went back home and didn't make the car appointment that day. So that's where that is today. So then I scheduled it for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw local weatherman on TV saying, it's going to be the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You will die in your home if you do not have bread and milk to survive through this storm. So I just called on Thursday and was like, hey, uh, hey me again. <laughs> Not going to make it again. So that's why I'm driving my wife's car, because it needs this service in a bad way. Oh. And I can't. So I who plowed the parking lot? go to there. I don't know. Not me. I'm guessing Josh. I thought that, I thought you know, that was your, your brother that was he's in been, charge of that thing. He's been itching to steal that truck from the Grand Lodge, because the Grand Lodge is a plow truck. And since he started working there as a landscaper... He has just been looking for any excuse to take that out for a spin. So I bet that's who I'm, did I'm it. Surprised he's not the one in charge of it. I thought that was in his charge job. of driving it. Well, I mean that's part of landscaping as you do snow removal. So yeah, this is Tony. Was it Tony? Tony, Tony, has Tony did the you do herpes. it? Did you did you want to introduce anybody on this show or? No? Well, everybody knows who we are. We okay. got the chaplain, Tony. producer Bruce. I think the city. I, I, I think the city crew did it. Because every time they've done it, 
they always tear off the top of the oh yeah uh, sewer clean yeah. out and i drove by yesterday and i noticed that it was tore off again it was just oh. sheared off all right so i'm sure we have them to it. thank for that yeah, yeah. Because then I think Josh would have known it was there, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't have still tore it off. I, mean, I saw there was a road cone on top of it. I just figured. <laughs> no, the road cone was up by the the road cones for the parking stump that the kids uh, busted up, <laughs> so that you don't roll over the spike. Because I keep meaning to come over here and drive that spike the rest of the way in, and then every time I come over, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to do that, and then I forget. And We're going to need to either invest in more road cones or fix some of these problems. <laughs> road cones are cheap. One, one or the other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we uh, can steal those from the next event we're at. I don't. The, the problem is we fix these things, and then those kids come and just do it again. So, mm. so we gave up. Yeah, pretty much. We surrendered. We're letting the kids win. Well, they're going to grow up at some point and, like, move out. So. Do you all remember when we were their age and this was the goal was to fight back against the old people? And you're growing old. Specifically? Sometimes when you? they're out there tearing shit up, I want to go out there and join them. <laughs> Just put a road cone on it when you're done. They got the idea from Jason. They drove by and here's this, this bearded pikey smashing up our parking blocks and screaming angrily. And they thought it was cool, so now they do it. Hmm. I could see that. I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a parking stomp, man. Really. So you want to talk about our big, uh, our, our big uh, video debut the other day? Oh, uh, we can. Um, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't have to. I, I don't know what there is to, to talk about. It was only like a gigantic uh, ordeal. Maybe we should just mention I mean, it. Uh, why I mean, would we, we can, uh, Jason? We, we can. We did a, a, a presentation to uh, some brothers out on the west coast for their stated meeting. On a Tuesday at 6 p.m. their time, which meant we started at 9 p.m. our time. Uh, we did a, It was a video broadcast. It worked out really well, at least from a technology standpoint. The chaplain was here, just changing clothes in the background over and over, several and over and over again. I didn't know if Lots anybody noticed that. Lots of hats. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone noticed. It's just those guys didn't know what to think about it. He marched back and forth in the background with his trophy. Uh, yes, <laughs> there was a feather boa at some point. I don't even know where that came from. I just focused away from him. I yeah. just ignored him like. Uh... And then at the end of this presentation, some guy in the back on the other side of the camera uh, raises his hand and says, uh, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm from the Grand Lodge of Washington." Uh... And then suddenly our feed cut to black. I don't know what <laughs> that. what's that. We're driving into a tunnel. Uh, yeah. So. That that was I mean that was it. We talked about uh our lodge and and what we've done to get to where we are and where we'd like to go and It was a good time. I think we did that uh, I mean we did the thing like 2 3 times longer than we had planned on. Yes. And well, there, there were a lot of questions from yeah. their end. I did like a 15 minute speech fruitful. and then we opened it up for questions and then 2 hours later we were saying goodbye. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So our uh speaker fee is a little bit less than Bill Clinton's. So if you would like to uh it is a lot less than Bill Clinton. It's only 10% of what he charges. I don't think. I'm trying to figure out what 10% of that would be. 10% yeah, of $50,000 is oh, $5,000. I don't think me and Jason are talking about money. Oh. Maybe we are. Yeah, I mean, you know when he went and freed those journalists from North Korea, he didn't know they were there, right? Yeah. Like, he was there picking up other stuff and was like, what? Oh, yeah, I'll take him too. Whatever, man. Just put him on a plane. Uh all right. Good times. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so that so, happened, and we yeah. we ended up shutting it down. What about midnight? Oh, dude, I don't even know. Long. It went on for a while. Yeah, you had um, to work the next day. I, no, I didn't. I oh, mean, I was going to, but I didn't after this. No, good call. So you know, they had a, I can do that now. A lot of good questions. Uh, we got into a lot of talks about the generational divide, which is a common subject these days. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Tony was still here with his tuberculosis or whatever. We, we definitely should have. Exactly, uh, we definitely should have recorded that. Yeah, probably should have, but I didn't know how. Exactly, what type of <laughs> plague do you have going on? How many of the ten plagues are you currently experiencing right now? Let my people go, Tony. I think I got food poisoning, which caused That's my stomach talking. to throw up, which caused me to aspirate in and gave me pneumonia. And so uh, all that pneumonia and the throwing up caused my bacteria in my throat. And now i got some type of mold or growth in the back of my throat. And I, show, I got pictures. Nobody wants to see the pictures um, of the growth in the back of your throat. And, but but I'm doing better today. I, I have, I've lost like 32 pounds. Every time I try to swallow Where? eat anything, <laughs> Damn. it was mainly water. Um so you're doing great then, is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it, it feels like uh, like they're swallowing glass or something. You're shaving years. But I did not want to lose my internship, and so I am here today, sir. You've already lost it. You missed like here's, two here's episodes. My, here's my breakfast. So he's got Ricola, Halls, uh, Sipacol, Mucinex DM, whatever that means. More like BM. Uh, chloroseptic sort of, I think if you're taking all of those uh, they might be other. fighting against each other and not actually countering the growth on your throat do you just have a big candy bowl at home that you dump <laughs> all those in and you just kind of walk by and grab a handful that's why old people like hard candy so much <laughs> the FBI is following because I think I'm now like in the top three meth manufacturing buying crap Oh, jeez. Oh, no. No, I'm not looking. Look, look, no, look, I'm, I'm not looking. That's inside my mouth. Look. That definitely looks like herpes. <laughs> that's that's definitely... Uh, it got worse. That's worse than that? Yeah. Because they it, busted open the sores. And then it I did it like under a, a black light. See, that's uh, red Rocky Road ice cream. That is... Hmm. But anyway, that, I'm getting better. I think I'm going to survive. Um, yeah, I think I'm... Uh, I think I'm going to be all right. Yeah, the worst is over now. Famous last words. Uh, didn't you say that last week? I think like the worst a week is ago. <laughs> you said those. <laughs> you said that exact phrase. <coughs> yeah, I'm going to be back on top here soon. Alrighty then. So I guess we need to start looking for a new chaplain because he ain't coming back from what I just saw in that picture. That is. Uh. You know what that looks like? That looks like those AIDS sores you used to see in the 80s. Before, like back when AIDS was dangerous. Yeah. No. No? I don't think so. You don't think it's AIDS sores? You don't think it's got the AIDS? I keep telling myself that when I uh, when I go in for my quarterly well, testing. They act like they act like antibiotics are, are narcotics or something now. They don't want to give it to you because, you know, people... Because we're creating because the damn abuse super that shit. You right, don't they, need it. They prescribed it so much, now we got super AIDS and antibiotics don't it's, touch it. Yeah. And But I'm sitting there with a bacterial infection and needed it. And they took blood and they did a... And they finally, after they got the blood samples back, they're like, oh yeah, you have a bacterial infection. We can give you antibiotics. 
Well, geez, thanks now that I'm three weeks in and yeah, but, close to death. Well, like, they won't give them to the humans, but they give them to chickens and cows willy-nilly, and that's causing more of a problem than what it is giving them to the humans. So. I thought about going up to the farm supply store, seriously, and I'm getting me some steroids and some antibiotics. Do they yeah, give steroids over the counter them. there? Yep. Yeah, you can buy them over the counter. You can just go up there and buy steroids uh, you if you're a weightlifter. Whatever. Do they have any cat tranquilizer up there? Because i got a cat that yeah. really needs to be tranquilized. <coughs> But you can get runs all over the house. You get antibiotics, steroids, any, any almost any type of human medicine you want. You can buy it at the farm supply store and just tell them it's for your horse. Yeah, and, and, and you're about the and, size of a horse, so you don't have to do the and, math. And, and you're talking it's probably a fourth of the cost. Yep. Yeah. So all true, uh, fellas. Can we invest in a horse? <laughs> You don't, you don't actually need a horse. Have, to have the horse. It would probably help to have one, though. Take a I picture feel like of we could horse. avoid suspicion Take if a we had an actual horse. horse. Do well, they've got those horses that showed up at Jason's That house. way, we've if the FBI got... shows up and they're like, you bought these drugs for your horse, let's see your horse. Yeah, and then we've got Jason's picture. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know and whose horses they are. They a, just show up in my yard randomly and we've need got a medicine. picture of like the most recent derby winner or something. I don't think that's going to cut it. I'm just the, the, the horses in Jason's yard are unicorns. I can't believe you yeah. would. I figured you already knew that, Jason. Seriously, I mean. Well, I just need to know people. if they've got uh, cat tranquilizer, ketamine. More importantly, horse tranquilizer. You mean? Uh, no cat. I don't know that horse tranquilizer will make you. Ah! All right, um, <laughs> Jason's thoughts and opinions are are his own and do not reflect those of the After Lodge the podcast. After Lodge podcast, and nor the producers of the show. Yeah. This, this or, does, or of Canada Dry Tin. Um, correct. This does show how dedicated I am, though. That you're my, on horse steroids and my internship to be in here. That he's taking horse medicine so that he can get out of the house. I mean, you are looking <laughs> kind of buff. Did you pick up some of the horse steroids while you were in there? No. <laughs> no, because they make your PP small. If you, if you, that is uh, not so, something. It's just your balls. You don't need oh, those anyway. Man. There's so many good jokes there I can yeah. take. I'm just I'm going to leave them all alone, Tony, for your sake. I've heard that, that though. Really. If you take, if you take, isn't that true? If you take steroids, it makes I think your it's just your, your junk smaller. When you're off of them, it lowers your testosterone level because your body's not used to making it, so it makes your manly traits less than. It's only when you go off of them, so you have to stay on them oh, yeah. all the time. Okay. You burn up your body's ability I'm, to make. I'm, so I'm it's it's like row game. Once you start it, you don't. I'm very naive quit. to the drug culture and all that. Seriously. Well, I'm not on steroids, believe it or not. <laughs> like, I can see if you ask me about any drug known to man other than the one that is made to make you more physically fit. That's the one I don't know about. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Harlan, your thoughts. I love how he coughs your way every time yes, he coughs. There's like a, a blank wall next to him that he's not going to cough on. No. I, I don't. I don't have any. Um, I want to thank all the after our after lodge listeners for the cards and the letters and the words of encouragement. You didn't get any of those. Yeah, I did. From where? Um, Seattle Shriner gave me a shout out. Uh, where, brother Coke? Uh, Where's brother, this? Brother Coke told me he hosted on his Facebook better. page. Uh, all of our listeners <laughs> are Tony's <laughs> oh, Facebook friends. Or, or hey, 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 hey! I was or justified. Josh. I was redeemed from that. That was not my fault. He actually got that from brother uh, Jason. Josh. Or Josh. You yeah. can't even read. Like they communicate with each other in the comments section of the local paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't. Josh takes yeah. out like Craigslist ads to any listeners of After Lodge podcasts. I think here, he literally here's my, here's my cell phone number. The likes of two of the After Lodge me on Facebook. Facebook page and just like friends them all. Mm. I really think that's what he does. 
<laughs> yeah. So, in my effort to uh, replace Josh's garage as the After Lodge hangout of choice, uh, I told you fellas I'm looking at building a garage on my home. Uh, I'm reconsidering that slowly. Uh, once I discovered that the price of concrete is twice what the structure that sits on top of the concrete completely finished would be. I mean, we can make our own concrete, man. It's just so, like cinder and ashes and aggregate. Uh, I'm just going to end up pouring it myself. But I looked at the local codes and, and did the math and drew the plans and so on. And then I talked to uh, one of our Grand Lodge co-workers of Josh, who does a lot of concrete work, about what kind of deal he could get me on concrete. And even if I frame it up and pour it and whatnot myself with the help of whoever I can enlist, you're still looking at like five thousand dollars. Wow! And the building materials for everything that sits on top of that is less than five grand. So, but you're talking yeah. about like a what, like a two car garage? Yeah, I mean not huge, but standard for this neighborhood. I would go. Well, I can to, uh, guarantee you. F- Five grand to build a two car garage is going to add more than five grand in value to your house. Nah, not here. the The homes in this neighborhood are what they are. Like a garage might add a little bit, but people are buying these homes for price, not for what's in them. I mean, I can pretty much, you know, I, I would suggest like a general still building where they come out and just throw it up in a day. Nah. Like you're going fancy. I mean, if I'm gonna do well, it's not fancy. It's a stick frame on a slab. I mean, have you seen some of these General Steel buildings? Uh, I have. We're not getting any money from General Steel, so I'm not going to push their buildings. Prefab garage. I have, but I'm trying to go with what's standard in the neighborhood. And how deep are you digging your footers and all that? Well, That's... code here, as it turns out, for uh-huh. uh, the swamp of a town is 24 inches by 16 inches at a minimum for the footers. Uh-huh. And then it would be a four-inch floor. So all in all, I think I figured it up, and it was it was about nine yards of concrete, which isn't that bad until you realize that around here, concrete's going quickly approaching 140 or so a yard, and then you've got the framing materials and the, the backfill and the rebarb and the, the truck to come pour it and the excavator you got to rent, and it's... Why do you have to rent an excavator? Do you not know how to use a shovel? <laughs> you were there uh, for the flooring of his house. Do you I want mean, to rethink the question no, you just asked? No, I'm not not doing things with with hillbilly engineering anymore. Well, it's not hillbilly uh, engineering. I'm correctly. just saying you know what you got to do. Yeah. Although the excavator would take you less time if you're talking about saving money and you just went out yeah. there and did now two hours of work every day. Now we're back to the time money equation. Gotcha. Because an excavator rental for a day's like three hundred some dollars, and well, the man to drive it's the well, that makes sense. Well, like I can handle, part. handle that. You can handle that. Yes. Have you ever done it? Yes. I know there are things that you you just like refuse to believe that I've ever done anything. Well, I, don't, well, I, would, I don't know what you're looking at me for. You can't I don't drive a clutch, and I'm supposed to expect <laughs> him to be able to, to, to operate a backhoe. We have friends who have excavators here locally. Yeah, and that's what I was talking to Josh's buddies from uh, the Grand Lodge about is how much I could get that price down. Because to get this thing built, like I took some contractor bids and, and <coughs> all of them for the simple two-car garage that I want were twenty to $30,000 depending on the builder. Wow. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, so 
but once it gets done uh maybe i'll i'll put a bar in it and some really cheesy wall decorations and, and try to recreate the atmosphere that josh had just which is like there's no cars in his garage there was like a tractor Mm-hmm. And a pool, table, a pool table and a bar. Yeah. I, I fully approve of that garage. And that was Josh's garage. And then all his cars are parked outside. A tractor in a subdivision was my favorite part. Like, there yeah. was no, like, he couldn't cut the grass with it because it would literally no, like, it's like a, drop it's the Josh, bush hog dude. and you're done. It's a farm tractor, yeah. Well, he couldn't roll it across his yard because it had, like, those <laughs> right. those five-inch, uh, uh, oh, I just had a brain fart. Five-inch grooves on the wheels, like the traction. What, treads. What, treads. Like a tractor tire. I had a brain fart. Five-inch treads, and, and like if he rolled that across his front yard in our little town. Like, well, he would never yeah. get it in the yard. He would just drop the bush hog on the yard, and then the yard's cut. Like, just yeah. done. No, he had just this giant old farm. And it was like a 1960s or something or another, like Ford tractor. It wasn't 60s. I think it was like 70-something. just build a little old. carport. Well, he had a little carport next to his garage. No, you. Oh, me. Eh. No, part of this is significant is a, amount of it's a everything. space thing. I need to I need to build a fortress of solitude and also storage for crap because I'm not renting a storage unit. And I would like to stop bringing down our neighborhood's property values by having my bins parked in the driveway because I get comments from the neighbors mm. about how it's not not cool. You need to put that in a garage. So yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah. Why is it not cool? Because it's like that part of town where you go and they've got like the row houses that are worth like eight or nine thousand dollars with the giant Cadillacs, like the Escalade parked out front on the street, and it, it just creates the image of that kind of part of town. You can't. If yeah. I were Harlan, I'd be more concerned that people think I'm a drug dealer and break into my car like once a week. I'm I'm shocked that hasn't happened. No, because no drug dealers drug dealer isn't going to keep their drugs in their car. Plus, drug dealers in this part of town drive oversized pickup trucks with. Like razors and huge tires and like pipes stuck out the top, like not the that, Jewish ones. Well, there, there are no Jewish drug dealers in this county. They're Except a different for kind. You. Of, <laughs> Jewish drug dealers are a different kind of drug dealer. They yes. are the kind of drug dealer that deals you. Uh, Don't you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Tips and Boardwalk Empire, Mr. Rothstein. Yes, and, uh, yes. That's that's your Jewish drug dealer. He's got all the little all the little truck guys working for him. Yeah. Uh, so, and for those of you that can't see us, which is everyone who's not in this room, I just rolled my eyes really hard. Like I got a little dizzy on how hard yeah. I rolled my you eyes. Almost fell out of your chair. So this is a change from the uh, the last episode when we were talking about uh, looking for other homes and building a garage is a product of not looking for other homes for a while. I so you're staying, stay for a bit. Yeah, I win. I um, built my own garage. I help you build yours. Yeah. Have you seen Tony's garage? Yeah. Me and Eric built I've, my garage. Tony does his big Halloween bash in his garage every year. Yeah. Except yours is a cinder block, isn't it? No, it's it's vinyl. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm looking to do. I'm sorry, Jason. It's vinyl. Um, and then I'm just going to do some uh, brick on the front to match the home and so the neighborhood association will be okay. And Speaking of vinyl, uh, record update this week for what I found. I have found uh, the Beatles Let It Be. I've also found uh, the two Dire Strait albums that are really good, and uh, Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits. Continue with the show. Are you talking about on vinyl? Yes. I found a... Interesting. In my... I was going through my stuff from my mother-in-law. Yeah. And I'm listening. I found her record collection. Yes. And I have the original uh, DJ cuts for radios of the Beatles, Let It Be... 
And nice. Uh, I can't remember what the B side was of it, but it, but it said not for sale DJ version, Ooh, radio that's, version. That's probably worth a buck or two. That's what it says on the. I thought yeah, it looked looked important. Probably hmm. worth a few bucks. So, Neat. I found uh, some really old classic video games on some five inch floppies, and Ooh. I got to keep this uh, Commodore sixty four in working order so that I can I can play them. Okay, look, I agreed with you. I agreed with you until a while back about this vinyl bullshit was a bunch of bullshit that it really didn't sound better. And then I got a record player because I inherited my grandma's old records, all her old rockabilly stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to buy a record player so I can <coughs> listen to this stuff because a lot of this stuff you can't find. Like It's just dead media. <coughs> and I figured out what the difference is. Listening to something on a record is the difference between a digital amplifier and a tube amplifier. You can't put your finger on what makes it sound different or why it sounds different, but it sounds different. It sounds more alive. And I could appreciate that when you're when you're talking about amplifiers, but that has nothing to do with the medium that the music. But it on. does. But it does because if you like don't amplify your records, if you just put them on the record player in a quiet room and you turn them on, and you put your ear close to that needle, you can hear the music. Yes. It's something about that process that makes it sound different. It's kind of like these new There's something about riding a, a horse instead of driving a car that feels TVs. different too. It, I'm to, to, to that metaphor, I would compare the uh, the 600 power new Mustang coming out versus a Tesla. They're about the same speed. But the Tesla, but one of them like, feels you can't different. even hear it running. You, one there's of them nothing. Feels you just step different. on the gas and you go. There's no rumble. There's no visceralness to it. Analog. I think it's like it the high def TVs. When you look at the high def TV, these new four eight four K whatever, you, it really looks sharp. But there's something about it that don't look right. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel a lot real. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you're saying digital? It, maybe I don't know. Because it's digital versus analog. Well, let me digital let me okay. Would be let the me, opposite of alive as you're you. using it. I got you. Mm-hmm. But let me uh, just make this point with Harlan. I think I could win him over with this one. Remember back when we played like NES mm-hmm. and Super Nintendo, and we go back and we play an emulator of these games, and they look like poop. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of the reasons they look like poop is because we we're used to playing them on an analog TV that fuzzes some of that out. No, we were used to playing no. them on a TV with a super low resolution, and no. now you're trying to yes. blow you're them up. You're both wrong. To... We were used to playing them on a TV with ten-year-old eyes. Well, that too. No, no. Somebody yeah. has done. Um, it's something to do with the way it draws the lines yeah, the bilinear filtering the yes. way it drew the lines and how it like refreshed them yes somebody has made a uh, like an application that's an add-on for an emulator yes so. that will recreate that process in that window of the emulator yep. and has before and after shots in mm-hmm. an nes or a super nes or a sega genesis game looks way better yes when it's drawn the way it's supposed to be drawn on a tv as opposed to the way it's drawn on a monitor now today so but these Wait, things, like it's it's obviously different. It is. I could see that it is, and it works. I use those filters, but that's because the the media you're consuming works or sounds best on the platform it was designed for. So those vinyl records are going to always sound better on a vinyl record player than they would if they'd been ported to digital media. But that's but that's what I'm buying. I'm not going out and buying new stuff on vinyl. I'm mm, buying like the yet. old. 
I mean, like so if it's the an drive album. by truckers or somebody puts out a vinyl versus a CD. Okay, well, you're wrong because I've already bought the drive by truckers just to have the albums to put in an album frame and hang up on the wall. I already have all those vinyls because when they come out with a new album, it's like a special deal where you get the download, See? the CD, and so, the record. So, so you did buy them. I mean, mm-hmm. I did before I had a record player. That was the part you're not looking at, just because it was like the collector's edition, and they were signed. And or, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much of a technophile, and I'm always. I don't about, know, dude. Like, I feel like I feel like than the old. When I pull up, because it is. Well, it is in a lot of ways because you can't pull up the Beatles records and listen to them in your car or just anytime you feel like it. It's like uh, an event. Like you've got to sit down and listen dude, to it. I would stamp your hipster card if you could put a vinyl record player in your car, though. Like. Just because that would be cool, not because it's better or, or in any way practical. It would skip, but too just because you're like the only one in town that could say that. It would well, skip no, dude, way you got to figure much. out how to rig up the ESP. I mean, you got to you got to make like, it. You just have it on springs. <laughs> just the no, whole thing rests on a, a gyroscope of some kind yeah. inside of it. Yeah, I mean that would, it would tilt. So have you seen these? Like the the hipster the of the century, dude. Speaking of these uh, uh, gyroscopes, because <laughs> I'm moving away from this because I'll never win this argument with this crowd. Um, and besides, I'm buying records for like three there's and four no, there's bucks. There's no argument here. Come it's on. just opinion. Yeah. I know. Yeah, totally. Anyway, so have you seen these BB-8s that are remote controlled that looks just like the BB-8 and moves just like the BB-8 from the movie? Yes. Yeah. All right. So I was really into these. And we were at the mall yesterday and we walked past a Brookstone and there was a dude driving one around in there. So I go in and look at it. Because what always fascinated me is the thing will roll and the head stays on the top. And the mm-hmm. ball's rolling in all kinds of crazy directions. And that was fascinating to me. Just like in the movie, the head stays on the top. I never could figure out how that worked. Until I saw him, like, put it on the charger and take the head off. And it's just a magnet, like, inside of the ball that keeps the head where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just wasn't as cool to me. It lost all its... It's like somebody showed me a magic trick, and I no longer wanted this $150 remote control toy. Now, is it true that the that particular droid in the movie wasn't actually CGI? Like, they actually built that droid and filmed the movie shots with it? Because I've heard this. There's no way. That it's, like, actually... I believe no way. I mean, maybe for some of it. But no, I believe they like had one made, but the CGI part is him moving. Like right. I believe his okay. head was no, like can, remote can, controlled, and he would like. Because I'm, I'm stuff, just thinking of the scenes where he's like flying over sand dunes and shit. There's no way that's well real. that stuff. But I thought when I watched it that the whole droid itself was just a, no, a computer it, creation, it, and it turns like, out there's a there's a real droid that they used for this movie. No, like, they built re- it, and he was remote control, and like his head would move, and he had like wheels under him. So he would actually move, but like they would CGI like the tracks. They would CGI the ball actually rolling. Hmm. Maybe so I need to look in deeper middle, into this basically. because I would uh, I well, would have better drones than Tony. I mean, if they could roll like that, that's the best part of the. What well, this one does, although it's a magic trick. I mean, that's the best part of the movie is like how there wasn't like noticeably CGI in it, like there has been in the last series. They just did. Like, there's no point where I'm like, oh, that's obviously, like, not a model. Practical effects. Yes, that's the word I was like. Thank you. You're welcome. Got it. All right. <sighs> Is there anything else about our weeks needed to be talked about? I, I want to talk about the I mean, snow. I was, uh, snow. Vacation. Man. I don't so, know. so you didn't work any days but Tuesday? Tuesday's the only one, which is the worst one. But. I had two fantastic days at work, the two days it snowed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was about the snow, but the first day was the day that was like snowmageddon. They were like this: all the snow's coming. It's oh, well because it snowed overnight. It, it's Everybody supposed called to start into the at plant. noon. Yeah, and so like they they cut sorting the the stuff off at some point and let us hit the street super early. So I worked like four and a half hours that day, and then the next day we had like no mail, 
So I worked like another four and a half hours. It was awesome. Yeah. Was, that was the last two days. So I'm a fan of snow now. I mean, I'll know tomorrow because my sub isn't good enough to take the mail. Tomorrow's going to suck. I mean, tomorrow I'm going to go in there and there's going to be all the mail that I missed this week. More so for you. Plus Mm -hmm. all the mail that didn't get sorted because of the snow. Ah, Everything just got cut. There's no show left because we cut the entire show. Who's coming in? That would be Brother Cubed. Hey, will you shut that door? Thank you. So... Guard the Westgate. Well, where you want to start here masonry. on the board? You got a big board here. Free masonry, specifically. Yes. What about it? Would you like to explain the purpose of it? Ah, uh, I see what you did there. I don't think anyone can. I don't remember why I sent this. There was a reason I sent this, and I don't remember what it was. Uh, There's a guy I'll asking about how do you explain the purpose of the craft? What do you do so that I can tell my? Uh, my church brethren who think ah, that you just what worship the devil all the time. Which there is a little bit of that, um, you know, from time to time. Yeah, it was just some dude who's Usually not a mason and he got on the subreddit. He's like, I, you know, I don't know how secretive you all are, but can you give me some basic information? Well, so we eat our babies medium well. Uh, I prefer mine rare, sir. A little too much bloody for me. Yeah. Uh, like a medium well. Uh, it is the other white meat. Uh, well, unless it's not. Of course we worship Satan. I mean, that goes mm-hmm. without saying. We do listen to some of that some of that rock and roll music with its satanic lyrics buried. Which only works on those vinyl tracks, huh? huh? We only play our vinyl records backwards. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we never play them forwards. How else can you hear Satan's call? Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't care what your church thinks about me, to be honest with you. Freemasonry takes good men and makes them better. Through a peculiar system of morality, veiled in allegory, and illustrated by symbol. Thanks, Harlan. You're welcome. I don't know. What do you want to tell the guy? Um, you want to tell him we uh, worship devils and eat babies? or nah, we you, cook you, a lot of pancakes. We're, we're mostly good guys. We give a lot of money away. And Tony. Well, like, I, I think, like, it's kind of pointless to keep having this conversation. Like, they're yeah. going to believe what they're going to believe. Right. So, I, I, what do you want me to say to you? I, if you want to know what it is, join. Or don't, because you believe we're devil worshippers and baby eaters. I don't care. Or don't. I mean, that would be more reason to join, depending on who you are, right? No? Yeah, it's depending. So, uh, going along with this, a poster made a post this week like posters do about he's noticed a uh, serious hatred in some of the younger brothers in the fraternity towards Christianity hmm and had some theories on why that was yes and uh, mostly that uh, you know they're interested in parts of masonry that the older brothers who are the Christians are not so they hate them and take it out on the Christian church I disagree with his reasoning. Um, yeah. It's got the story all wrong. Ain't nobody hating on the Christians. Nobody really cares. What these younger brothers are showing a distaste for is coming to Lodge, where Lodge is like middle of the week church. Yes. And that's not what they came here for. And that's what the disdain is about is the Christianization of Freemasonry not about Christianity. No one, if you're not part of that group, you don't really care, which is why it's problematic 
when you come to Lodge, and depending on which Lodge you, you go to... Well, I'd say the vast majority of Lodges are in this country are predominantly Christian. Yeah. I mean, when, when you go to the Lodges that, that have the borrowed church pews for their seating... But then in the little rack behind the pews, like where they hold the books, there's actually hymnals like yes. in the back of it in the lodge. That's the kind of stuff that's that's distasteful and in the eyes of those brothers. We all know of a couple of lodges who meet in a church, like yeah. in an upstairs um, room in a church. I mean, it's... Nothing particularly wrong with that either. It's... Uh, not in particular, but like when most of the members of that lodge are members of that church and it yeah. becomes a church function, kind of. Well, I mean, if it works for them, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I want to talk about what the uh, where's all the where's all the Muslim hate coming from in these lodges. You know, you, you go to lodge and all you hear around here is about them damn Muslims. And to be this, fair, that, though, other. that is like two people that are just saying it a lot. Well, that's just it's also ninety percent just old guys being yeah. old guys. That's it's, that's the thing too. Incredibly rare that it's a younger guy, and I can only think of one guy in this lodge who's a younger guy that that fits. I kind of wanted to to tangent from this topic oh, yeah. about the the persecution complex that's permeating American Christian culture more and more and more. These are the same people who accused the Hebrews of having a persecution complex, except, you know, 20 years after the Holocaust. But now Christianity is under this major attack on every front and... Uh, I've been seeing more and more of that. Like the stories you hear when you come to Lodge is all about, you know, the world's out to get the church. And if you're a Christian, they're coming for you. And I, I don't know where this comes from because no one, no one's doing that. It's not, well, it's, it, especially not in the fraternity. No one's out to get you. No one's Christians, blackballing Christians. It, it's not, it's not a thing here. But Christians do kind of push their religious beliefs on society as a whole through laws, blue laws, for example. Well, around here. One. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's throughout the entire South. Yeah. Um, and Pennsylvania. And, and Pennsylvania is part of the South, uh, in my book. <laughs> <laughs> God. No, but I mean, like, they do do that. And, and like, m- most of the time it's all right because the vast majority of the people who live in that area have the same faith they do. But at some point, it's like, okay, guys, like, like you're making my choices for me because of a religion I'm not a member of. And then when you say something about it, all of a sudden you're trying, trying to take Jesus out of Christmas. And it's like, well, no, uh, I don't, I mean, like, like it's, it's like they punch you in the face and then you push them back and they run to the teacher that you just pushed them is what happens. I'm going to take that a step farther. If the lodge you're joining, I mean, I, cause I guess maybe there are some lodges where this does happen. If there, if the, if there's a lodge you're joining and they're blackballing you cause you're a Christian, that's, that's not, not a lodge. You've never be a part heard of, of anyway. that ever in no. the history of ever. Well, not here. I mean, I guess if you were petitioning the wrong lodge in Syria, maybe. Yeah. Maybe in Syria, but I don't speak Syrian. Well, I mean, so that's I don't what I mean, know. is elsewhere around the world, Jason. Oh, yeah. It, it, oh, no, this, the, this, the, the this world pod- exists outside of no, uh, Pennsylvania, doesn't. USA. The world does not exist outside this county. That's no, all a media. You can't see over the mountaintop, but it's there's all a another media world creation, over there. Bruce. It's all a big conspiracy. There is no world outside of here. That's just what our overlords I'm not completely It's like the Truman Show. I'm not in the Truman Show. The Jason Show. I think this all might be recorded for viewing amusements why don't you go to the top of the mountain and see if you can like just push through the backdrop that's right there i've tried and too high i can't reach it Mm. something always makes me turn back there's always like a storm or 
something happens. I can't go far enough. Well, you, you're just going to need to overcome your fear of water and get on a boat. And There's that sail. black bear at the top of the mountain that really doesn't want anyone getting close to the <laughs> to the backdrops. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's a scary bear. Um, so yeah, no one's no one's doing that. There's I've not witnessed this no. hatred for Christianity that this brother speaks well, I, of. I feel like he he sees it and is interpreting it wrong. I feel like yeah. what he's seeing is a pushback against you making. Yeah. Your prayers to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, during a lodge meeting. Yeah, when uh, when you bring up the fact that you want to have a, a a Good Friday Seder thing and and this whole like passion of the they Christ viewing in your church, and your brothers Seder. say no. They don't say they're Seder. not. They're not doing it because they they hate your religion. They're doing that because this isn't the place for that. And yeah, that's that's it. It's like, you know, we both know a lodge where, like, every member of the lodge is also a member of the VFW. And they wind up handling VFW business at the lodge. (laughs) And it's annoying because we're not members of the VFW. So, it's you know, I don't have a problem with you being a member of the VFW, but don't handle your VFW business on my business time. I mean, you know, it's the same thing. It's like... That was an hour-long lodge meeting, and nothing in that meeting was about that lodge. 90, 95% of it was VFW-related. <laughs> we got this function coming up Thursday night and uh, down at the VFW Hall, and who's taking care of this and taking care of that? And, yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I kind of want to read... by the time it was over. I kind of wanted to read their lodge minutes like after that meeting was over to see what got <laughs> recorded about what actually happened at lodge that night. Discussed VFW <laughs> business from 745 to 845. Uh same concept so yeah no one's out to get you it'll be okay take a breath just handle your christmas christian business on your christian time handle lodge business on lodge time take a breath no one's out to get you except you know when they are well they're out to get me but (laughs) they have good reason persecution complex got it it's not a complex that they're really out to get you i've done some stuff man yeah just because you're crazy doesn't mean they actually aren't coming for you all right, so going along with that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and handle this Facebook comment. It's a picture that was poorly made in Photoshop. I don't even think it was Photoshop. It's probably MS Paint. Yeah. Uh, it said, I'm a Mason, and I believe in God. Only one God. Yeah, so um, Facebook, if you want to go looking for terrible things in, in any subject, including Freemasonry, Facebook's the place to find it. Like, I, I looked at this and kind of giggled and then... But here's the part that confuses me about it. Here's the part that confuses me about Like, Facebook is the website that you attach your name to whatever you say. Like, your name's right there next to what you said. But Mm -hmm. it seems like you say the dumbest things when it's attached to your name. Yeah. Yeah, that's been the story of our lodge over the past week. So, yeah. Looking at you, nipples. People saying dumb stuff on the Facebooks. Now, why is this dumb? I'm not. I'm missing. You, you have, here. Let me. Let me. I'm show not a mason. I, I mean, I'm a mason, and I believe in God. I thought that was part of our. No, no, no. Uh, you have to believe only one faith God. in one God. Only one God. It's the right. but not, not not polytheist. So this guy's trying to, to tell everyone that he's not a Christian. I don't want to open that can today. I, I do that. That's my stick. Yeah. So um, and it makes everyone mad because they can't defend it. So this is the picture, Tony. Which I guess I'll have a link to it in the show notes. But it's just it's just it's just bad. Like it's not that the message is bad. Just it, the message is kind of bad. Just, it's like kind of putting it's in your bad. face because it, it's obviously Christian. 
And what is no, that like a not. school desk or something? Like to me, it feels obviously Christian. Why? Because it's obnoxious. Because I know a lot of obnoxious people from all sorts of religions. I don't know. It just gives me the Christian like vibe. Because it's obnoxious is why. And you live in in our particular county where your exposure to the church is usually obnoxious in some fashion. I mean, that's that's. I, I think he's got. I mean, but I'm point. missing something here because I really thought our tenants where you had to provide for. for Sorry. Yes, profess the belief in God yes. and one God. It ha- you yes. have to be a monotheist, not a polytheist. You can't believe in many gods. No, that's all true. All true. So what's then? I don't get the point. But because I've also this, heard of this, this, this picture is the point, Tony. Okay, I got a PP. Too much Red Bull. Okay, well, you don't like the meme that's like on it's, Facebook. It's just, it's just, okay. it's just obnoxious. Is, is what mean, he's Tony. is what he's getting at, and and that kind of obnoxiousness. Jason, through his experiences in our part of town, I guess, has associated that with the church. But the point is that it's obnoxious and it doesn't really have a place in in Masonic propaganda, if there is such a thing. Like, why why would you do Which this? Which is not what you should be doing on Facebook anyway. Like, it, it's, there there should be no Masonic yeah. propaganda on Facebook. It's just it's just obnoxious. Do you disagree, Tony? No, I agree with that. There should be no Masonic. <laughs> I mean, I, I put this in the same I, category. I think <laughs> I put this in the same category as that bumper sticker on the back of your truck that has like the Obama landscape circle logo in the middle of the word not and it just says not my president mm. like it's it's that sort of thing where it's like yeah you can have that political view or whatever but it, it's just obnoxious why well, you gotta put it in everybody's face like it, it's yeah why do you have that bumper sticker anyway where did... that's the first thing he did after he bought his new truck Oh, because you can't drive a truck like that and have your old bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) How crazy would that be? Have one of these great big old burly trucks and and have like coexist stickers on it. Yes. (laughs) I'm waiting on you to do that because right now... Save the mountains. People people passing you on the interstate just assume you're a Trump voter. I mean, I've seen those on the back of those kind of trucks. I think they're doing it as like sarcasm, but I've seen it. So what I explained to, to... Tony was the reason this isn't okay is it's like that that sticker he's got on the back of his truck with the Obama landscape circle thing in the middle and it says not my president no Obama and it's like cool like that's that's your political thing or whatever but it's just obnoxious and tacky that's that's kind of the point with this picture is it's not saying anything untrue it's just obnoxious and tacky well, like, I feel like the dude who has the Obama sticker also would also be the one who would want to stab you in the eye if you didn't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance when you were supposed to. And in its completeness, including as amended throughout the 20th century. Yeah, and my yeah. argument for that is, is, yeah, he's your president. You believe in the system. That dude systematically became our president according to the system of the laws of this land. Yeah, but... Just deal with it for the next however many years. The problem is, he's, he's, a, he's a colored fellow, you see. <laughs> and, and and in that gentleman's point of view is is those people are when the are constitution chattel. when the constitution was yeah. written he was only three fifths a person yeah and and you got to be a whole person to be the president not not just three fifths of one so but he's uh, he's got a white guy as vice president doesn't that make a whole president yeah. vice president plus three fifths of a president whole president maybe and the vice president's white and he's only half black so that makes him three quarters white when you add them all together. Wow, you were so bad at math. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, it's an average. If you're gonna put your your Mason stuff on Facebook, which I don't really encourage, generally don't don't use this. Like the, who and whoever made this, just stop. Well, it. it also takes a stand for it's us. It's cool as that you well. can use paint. 
Like, I'm sure it was used as, like, a stand, like, some political statement. And then you're also using us. You're speaking for me when you put that imagery on your shitty meme. Yes. And I don't agree with you, probably. I don't maybe on this, but on most things I don't. I promise you that. Yeah, but you're trying to d- deny this fine man his First Amendment right. No, I'm not. To say whatever he wants to say. I'm denying him he his can, First Amendment right to speak for me. He can speak for himself all damn day long. He can do whatever he wants on Facebook, but you know, I'm going to defriend him. There's, or something. there's it's, no, there's no. Uh, as we've learned uh, the hard way through promoting this podcast, there is no First Amendment in the Constitution of our Grand Lodge. So, oh, we knew that going into it. We never once tried to argue uh, that. Well, there is a First Amendment, but it doesn't say what you think it says. Uh, it, it It's about, like, jurisdiction or some crap like that. So, yeah, uh, no no freedom of speech in Masonic constitutions, especially not when you're talking about Freemasonry. So moving on to guard your Westgate well. Did y'all read that article? I did, I did. Uh, that sounded a lot like what happened with the uh, with the shrine here in town. Yeah, um, yeah. It, when it, I mean, it. I don't know how to put it. Basically, you had a social club that had a uh, valuable piece of property. Yeah, kind of like our lodge. Yeah, people affiliated with um, groups wanting to buy that property joined, swelled their membership ranks only so they could. Like yeah. vote to sell it, yeah. Um, I feel like that is a little bit less of a problem with our stuff because it takes so long to get in and get through the. But I still think it can happen. Yeah, it depends on how valuable that property you're trying to get at is. Well, not even talking like property, but like you could have a couple guys who have the same type of agenda, and it may not be selling your property. It may be doing X, Y, or Z, who then start to only bring in people who they feel are going to support their cause. Hmm. Hmm. And I think we've seen that a couple times being attempted, and it never works out because those guys have a lot of work to do before they hit. Yeah, it almost happened here with that motorcycle club. Thing. Yes, and then uh, None those of guys did. were like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta learn all this stuff never and take these mind. degrees, and uh, which, you know what? It's not worth it." Which that's part of the reason why that stuff's there is it prevents a barrier for people showing up for. So what you're saying then is that this is a solemn argument. Against the practice of one-day witchcraft. That's where I was going. That's exactly yeah. where I was going. Because then anybody with $20 and, and a, a pulse. Uh, signature could mass their friends together and uh, take over a lodge and do what the hell ever. Yes. And it would take them about three weeks. Exactly. And you could have a lodge that has maybe eight members who are active, who routinely show up, who have a half a million dollars in the bank. Yes. A lot of lodges are like that. Um I feel like that is a huge argument against one-day classes. Hmm? And that a one-day class does not properly guard your West Gate because letting them in here is just the first barrier. Them doing the work to get made in whole, they got to do the work. Yeah. And you're not going to get some buddy of yours to do all that work just so he can come in and vote for what you want. Whereas one day class you just gotta show up one day and pay this money and yeah which isn't a lot of money it's you know depending on what lodge be like 30 bucks a year or something it's not a prohibitive prohibitive amount yes yeah so it's uh you know I'm gonna go do this thing get my hands on that property you know all I gotta do is pay 30 bucks for a year and spend a day of my time and go with my friends yep 
show up on the night the vote happens and we in burn this bitch to the ground yeah or you know metaphorically kind of thinking if we could just switch to one day classes here i could get my way at this lodge a lot more no i could stack (laughs) the deck with uh with some of josh's co-workers that i just pay 20 bucks to well, but, show up but what winds up happening if way. you don't do the one day class if they Josh gotta come in here and by the time they make it through all three degrees uh, it maybe that's what they come in here for in the first place but now they're kind of thinking for themselves and they're kind of attached to the place a little bit and they want what's best for yeah. the place by the time they get done with all that nipples is a good example here is he well, I mean, I'm having a hard time thinking. What would have happened if he had come in on a one day class? Oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. Not a good point, but that's a one day class argument, not a he came here for nefarious motives. Well, yeah. I mean, it's an argument against a one day class. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're compiling that list, actually, that's an argument against a, a five year class. <laughs> like, I still think he, I still think he needs some more cooking time. Sometimes maybe we need to do like a a theme show one day about, and it's just devoted to the harms and evils and reasons the one-day class is the worst idea conceived in Masonic history. I think we kind of did with Adam Osman when he had his book. I think we yeah, did a lot of... That didn't work because the author of that book is the product of a one-day class. Like He's mm. like their case example <laughs> for... Yeah, good point. Look, look, it he's works good, out. He came in and then he and then he did it right. He's the one in a hundred. Yeah. Good no, because I've heard like statistics from uh, the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania that like there's good retention on these one day class guys and so on. And so maybe we need to get away from the numbers game and get back to the philosophy of why this is an awful idea, regardless of how it works out in the end. The, numbers the ends don't me, justify the means. I am all for this show. The numbers to me are never a, a justification or or a negative. Yeah. The numbers are the num like I don't care about that. I care about the individual's experience yeah, and their harm upon the fraternity or are good for the fraternity. It's not the Grand Lodge's view on the initiation of candidates. It's uh it's all about quantity because each one of those is worth a set amount of money for the annual budget. Hmm. So I can take three hundred of them in a eight hour class. Of course I'm going to do that. Because I'm the Grand Lodge. And a lot of people are going to do it in one day that wouldn't do it the old-fashioned way. Would never sign up if they'd do it the old-fashioned no. way. I mean, there's... Yeah, there's arguments for and against anything. But I don't... I don't no, think that's that people my are looking is, to the philosophy of, of why it's just wrong in principle. Yeah, that's a good point. Even if it has a better outcome for your, your Grand Lodge, you're doing really bad things. You would never know that it has a better outcome. Because you have nothing to compare it to. Because if the one guys, if the one day guys are the ones who were in, you have no idea what they could have been if if yeah. they had gone through the regular procedure. <clears throat> True. So, uh, y'all want to talk about athletic requirements for the chairs? I mean, not really. Uh, I, I I couldn't could not tell if joke. Um, I, I, I couldn't either. I, did, I, did not I, like, I read that whole thing twice. I don't like it. And I've seen this before. This came up in the context of the uh, Knights Templar commandery uh, a while back. And it made a lot more sense there. Like, I'm like, oh, this guy isn't joking. And he's making some really good points because you're calling each other, sir, so and so. And you're supposed to be receiving the orders of Christian knighthood. And you can't walk from the commandery door to the parking lot without being winded. I don't really see you defending the faith. 
very adequately. And, and so I could, I could kind of kind of see that, but this one just made no sense. Like it was well, just some arbitrary. Uh, his, his, his requirements were pretty low. Let's, and they were very arbitrary. Like why I don't would, know yeah. that I why could meet those requirements, though. Well, you could with a, a year's time. I mean, I could symbolically. The 20-minute mile with my current lung condition is what I'm thinking of. You can Again, walk with a, a year's I could have done it a year ago. a mile in 20 minutes. He said once a year, any anybody who's in a chair uh, should have to be able to do three pull-ups and a 20-minute mile. Which is basically just the officers. That's just some guy on Reddit. It's which is basically a somewhat this. brisk walk. <coughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's not even a fast walk. I'm trying to tell you, I don't think I could do a somewhat brisk walk right what now. What has that got to do? I mean, with I've the hiked mountainsides at a faster pace. Than I have. That. I have too, Harlan. I'm talking about my current lung condition right now. I don't think I could. What does that got to do with the medical excuse? Well, that's why I couldn't tell if this was a joke or not. But what he was getting at was intemperance and excess and how it doesn't just mean alcohol and how many of our brethren who criticize the excesses of whoever else for whatever reason happen to be portly. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you're a 400-some pound man and you're not Tony... Tony's got some height to go with the girth. That's so what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, proportional. He's just big in every direction. I mean, Tony's chubby. I wouldn't call him fat by any means. I'm obese. I'm obese. Really? I'm, well, everybody's obese according to that at, damn chart. At, look at the chart. I'm obese. Yeah. At your height? I've, I've got to lose like 150 pounds not to be obese. That's that's based. You're talking you about the body mass you, index, though. That yeah. thing is the worst. Oh yeah, no, it's a terrible. I mean, on the, it's, it's it's absurd. I mean, on that chart, when I was at my like they want me to be like 180 pounds. Yeah, when there's I, no. You couldn't. You'd have like two percent body fat. You'd be like that NBA guy that died of a heart attack because yeah. his limbs were all like alien length and whatnot. Well, I mean, when I got weird. down to uh, when I got down to 195, I still had 40 pounds to go to make it to. And that's not no like yeah. like I was you could already count every rib I owned. Yeah, no, that thing is based only on height and weight. It takes into account no kind of frame size or muscular anything. What? What's what's happening? I'm, I'm a, you're good. Keep going. That's it. That's, so I, I mean, just don't ever use BMI. I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I see his point, but the problem is, is, is much like Harlan in his in his lawyer job. We get paid for what we know, not for what we do. Um, so, I mean, if you kick the best degree work man ever out of a chair because he can't do three pull-ups, I mean, is that really what's best for the craft as a whole? Well, I mean, yeah. let's let's just ask, what are the physical requirements of being in a chair? You have to be able to sit in it you for have to be able to do whatever degree work is associated with that chair. If you can do that physically... I don't what, know. What man, else should matter? Because we got wheels. What? Because we, we got wheels, and he does some fantastic degree work, and and he makes it work. And I mean, wheels. He can do he can do it though, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. well, he's in a wheelchair. He couldn't do a 20 minute mile or, or the pull. No, so I'm he saying could probably should, do a 20 minute mile. I, but he can't stand. You, you should all, as long as you can do the physical requirements of your chair. That's all that should matter. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, we know a guy with no legs who's an I mean, excellent degree work guy. He got no legs, man. I think this this guy was really just. I'm assuming, giving him the benefit of the doubt, was just trying to point out that you're supposed to be seeking balance and harmony in all areas of your life, and that's one that I agree often is ignored, especially in American masonry. Right? It's yeah. 
But that's just American culture. Like, we're all just fat. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a problem in a fault, French lodge. Man. You order a child-sized drink at McDonald's, it's roughly the size of a small child. I don't know what, you know. <laughs> can't help it, dude. This, this guy's probably fairly physical fit. That's probably. I got big, the feeling he's maybe into some CrossFit and wants to evangelize some right. That's healthy a big part ideals. of his life, and he's, so he he's thinks one of those that, fat haters. That that's the way things could be. There's no difference between that and the Christian that's trying to evangelize everybody, or the guy that's anti-Christian or whatever. Everybody's got their thing. Mm-hmm. Learn to be tolerant. So. It's kind of hard when you really had your eyes on on that last that last piece of cake <laughs> at the lodge dinner. And then somebody sidetracks you because they want to pay their dues. And then you go out to get that last piece of cake and it's gone. And the portly fellow who's already had two pieces of cake <laughs> is now eating his third piece of cake. And it was your piece of cake. It and then you start becoming a little little bit resentful. For the record, of your portly it was brother. delicious. And I enjoyed every <laughs> bite. I mean, those kind of life experiences tend to scar you, and then you think that all fat people are assholes. It's it's just, it's human nature, and you have to fight against it. I mean, a lot of them are. Don't get me wrong. Well, a lot of people are assholes, like fat or not. So, uh, I, I mean, like, I think there's something to be said. Like, we all know some gentlemen who are way too big. Like, unhealthy, big, like, hoarding situation. How did you let it get this far, man? Did you not see what was happening? Did you not feel the doorway getting tighter on you as you were walking in and out? Can't come to lodge anymore because you're too fat to fit through the door? Really? Oh, I shouldn't laugh. Like, That's not how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about you, and I think we all know. Like, the for, Fortunately for you, I'm Tony, we had about. that door frame expander. Sometimes I eat instead of facing my problems. Look, and when I, you look, have a lot of I'm problems... Not, I'm not skinny or fit by any means. I mean, I'm a chubby guy. But whenever it starts getting to the point where I can't get in the car easily or can't fit through the door, I'm going to start... You're going to get a truck like Tony's and go in through the garage. (laughs) Okay, good point. I mean, when it gets to to the point where I need the the wipey stick to to handle my business... Uh I mean, you you realize you're going to incur his wrath with that, There's a throwback, the wipey stick... Hey, who's Wrath? Tony's the one that brought the rap, uh, the the uh, wipey stick, stick on the show. The past master? No, he never brought up the wipey stick, did he? Yeah, he's the one who gave it to Tony. He gave yeah. me it, but no, I thought but we it, had talked about it before. He, he gave, gave it to the me. selfie stick and that thought, Tony then used for a wipey and I stick. I thought it was a wipey stick. That's oh. what happened. Okay, so I can't reach incorrectly. I guess here's yeah. a stick. Yeah. That was a dig on Tony, not yeah. the past master. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope he sees it that way. I, mean, I feel like most days he's just looking for a reason, Jason. I agree. <laughs> and you may have given him one. And he may not have thought I was giving him a reason until you um, said, he's giving you a reason, take it! No, nah, he's, he's smarter than me. He got that. Real oh, quick. he is smarter than you. I agree with that. If you've been following the Reddit soap opera lately, um, have you noticed that everybody's playing really nice? Like in the last week or so, everybody played really nice. That's because nobody giving... talked about our last show because apparently it sucked. There were only seven comments on our last show. Yeah, there's only seven comments, but they were talking about other stuff. They got to talking about what's your favorite uh, move, uh, Western movie, and they were all... because they didn't want to talk about that abomination of a show, apparently. But everybody was being really nice to each other. There was that no... a bad show. Did you notice that, though, last week? I guess. It was like a, just a... 
a weird week. I think really the, like 90% of the arguments that start on our subreddit are because of the past master, though. So if he didn't start one, then everybody's okay. true. Everybody's jovial. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. I mean, we have a, we have a good bunch of uh, good bunch of brothers who get along well together, and then there's always that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's my favorite? I mean, come on. He makes he makes shit interesting. Fortunately, there is a brig- brigade dedicated to following him around and downvoting everything he does. Yeah, that's true. It's true. He wears it like a badge of honor, though. I mean, he's down to the point. I think maybe that's why it's probably him. I'm thinking that's maybe why he's starting that Western thread. What's your favorite Westerns? Because he's just like y'all can't downvote this. How could you downvote this? <laughs> People see right through you. Fifty ways to die in the old west. What? Fifty ways to die. I'm gonna pretend like you west. didn't say that. It's an awesome movie. It's a horrible comedy. Does Blazing Saddles count? No, no. There was a discussion about that, that that's a comedy, not a Western. Yeah, I mean, it was a parody on a Western, so... Not a real Western. I think was the Blazing Saddles was a fantastic movie. It was a good movie. It was. Until the very end, and then it got unrealistic. (laughs) When they broke into the other show that they were movie they were making and mm-hmm. at that point come on it was unrealistic when they did that the entire thing was unrealistic <laughs> just go ahead and save the listeners some grief over trying to puzzle that one out remember the top hat guys and they were doing the oh, no, i got it. it see that didn't go along with the rest of the movie that was mm. that's why what, about, what about uh, that really wouldn't have happened can we discuss my favorite western three amigos Awesome, awesome. Right? Movie. Right? Hey, isn't that movie awesome? So tell me, how much is a plethora? Well, he doesn't know. <laughs> hey, you see that plane? It's a male plane. It's a male plane. How can you tell? You see the little balls. <laughs> <laughs> never seen the Three Amigos? I take it Harlan. Uh, Harlan, you need to go see that movie. <laughs> I apparently have not. He, sh- so. he shoots the invisible man because he didn't name his gun <laughs> yes. up when they're summoning him. Yes. <laughs> I think you shot the invisible man. What it said? Uh-huh. Say the line and shoot your gun. You're supposed to shoot it up in the air. <laughs> movie is so dumb. I guess I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to take a look at that then. El Guapo, the greatest villain of all time. Hmm. So. So uh, apparently, uh, Jinx Bunny has been spending some time on the uh, Red Pill subreddit mm. and getting no. it mixed up with our subreddit. No. And, I, I disagree. Uh, yeah. Every time Jinx Bunny shows up, dude, and, and no matter what she says, and I don't agree with some of the stuff she says. Like, I think she's wrong. Um, But that doesn't mean that she deserves some of the vitriol and hate that is thrown her way. Like, she showed some of the private messages she gets. And I completely believe that that is 100% some of the private messages she gets. From the Red Pill subreddit. No, from our subreddit. No, no. Those are guys from the Red Pill subreddit who followed her, much like Chris has those guys following him around to our subreddit so they could say all of those things because that's... I mean, I would like to believe that, but... Um, that's my story. I don't. And She's got some haters that she got from the, the anti-female subreddit groups and, and they follow her to ours. I mean, can't she just look up the usernames and see if they're and They're all throwaways. I mean, they're cowards. They're like still going to be more than likely subscribers to Freemasonry. Because that's going to make doing that easier. Does it show the subscribers to somebody that's not a mod? Because I didn't think it did. I have no idea. Our Freemasonry. I mean, we know a couple. (laughs) But I mean, she doesn't have access to that. She knows us. I I mean, yeah, but I I don't think she cares that much. Why are we whispering? Because if you disagree with Jason in a normal voice, he starts yelling. If you disagree (laughs) with him in a whisper, 
he just does normal you know, voice. I never as noticed it, as it that just... before. That's that you is think very I always clever, do that? Bruce. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at his face right now. <laughs> he's he's thinking back over the past 107 episodes, yeah, just, like the, the last the entire I've 10 years had. of his life. He's going through in his head right now. Son I've of been a head. bitch. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason. I'm yeah. sorry. It's it's okay. Wow. <laughs> that should be like standard training for our inner apprentices. And I you feel kind of bad. This I didn't tell Harlan that like three or four years ago when we met. I'm wow. sorry, Harlan. I just, it's, it's one of those things you know in your brain, but you never vocalize it. And wow. now, now that I did, I think Jason's about to shed some tears over <laughs> Let's just move on to That's another topic. That's a better troll than Tony could have pulled off. All right, well, I now mean, I've just got to focus I I blew on... Tony's mind also. I just blew both I mean, of their minds in one I sentence. Mean, I think Tony's longest Jason trolls lasted, what, like 16 months or something? Oh, I'm that's, all, that's I'm been going on. That's not, that's not a tro- but that's not a troll for him. That's no. just a coping mechanism. Yeah. That's just how he's got to deal with me. That's just yeah. That's not a coping mechanism. That's a manipulating mechanism. You that's can true, manipulate Bruce. Jason I'm, by the t- by the by the level I don't, volume of look, your voice. Look at how proud Tony is of me right now. I don't, Tony, I think me and you just bonded over yeah, this. this is awesome. I don't like that's the, the biggest I've ever seen him smile. I don't like the the kind of attributes that that I'm learning about you. And your your capacity to don't worry, Harlan. I've never done anything like that with you. Oh, can we move okay. on to the next topic, please? What? No, you. I, I, no, we'll talk not, later. That, that, this is, this the, is topic. the last topic. Um, can is, somebody make up another topic, please? People are saying mean mean things to uh, to the <sighs> wife of a brother on the internet. Well, I, you know, but I, those people aren't our people. They're from I disagree, Harlan, because and, a lot of times they're about something she said on our subreddit, and they have knowledge of our workings. I mean, I understand why you want to believe that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they could be international Freemason folks, and like, why are you denying that that's a problem? Because <sighs> it can be a problem. Because I don't want to acknowledge that maybe she has messages from me in her inbox. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> can we? And most of them said the same thing. No, they. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Of course not. Um, I would do it in the in the. Like regular comment threads, I mean, but, but mostly it would be like ha 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 ha, you're a girl, and yeah ha ha. But that's <laughs> can we revisit a topic y'all talked it's about? Effective effective I mean, uh, we wasn't yeah. really done with this one. Can oh, okay. we come back to it after the show? Like after we're done, then we'll go back and and cover what we missed. Go, yeah, go ahead and finish up. I was just bored right. with it. Yeah. Well, I never. Well, got then into add something it. to it. Jinx Bunny got her feelings hurt. Boo hoo. Get over it. That is not the point here, Tony. Wow. No, I, I disagree. You, okay, hold on. Fully. Tony hasn't seen the comments. Maybe that's what the issue is. Rotten hell, you cunt. Yes. If somebody sent that to your wife because she had expressed an opinion on the internet. Oh, what? Well, on, on Freemasonry. Uh, about Freemasonry? I, I think you would be quite upset. Yeah, wait a minute. No, yeah, there's no call for that. I didn't realize. I thought they were. I thought, no. That's You're wrong. just pissed because you probably have no tits? Um. Like vile, what? Like, the, yeah, that is. Well, it's and this is coming from supposed masons. Yes. Well, it's people wow. on the internet. Yeah, I agree. It is people on the internet, and you know they're hiding behind a, a, a mask of who. I don't know if you know this, Tony, it but a lot of the into... subscribers on the Freemasonry subreddit aren't really Freemasons. 
Well, it wasn't what I, I was going to talk about guarding the West Gate well. If those are Masons, then they didn't guard their West Gate well, or they. Do didn't you think they said that in their interview? Because <laughs> I don't. No. Well, they didn't. I mean, are we going to ask job. that in the interview? They haven't done like, a good job of bringing these Masons. Have on. you now? Are you now, or have you ever? These subscribed are different messages that the Red somebody Hill on theology and the Freemasonry subreddit sent to her. Each each of those ones, it's in quote. I, I mean. <clears throat> Or we could start uh, like uh, victim blaming and ask her why she's putting the content of private messages out on a public forum. Uh, rape shaming. Uh, well, that she sort of behavior I mean, is she... usually what you do when you want to deny that one of your kind did something. Yeah. I mean, she didn't like give the usernames. I know. I'm just looking for ways around like the obvious issue here because it makes me uncomfortable. But I'm not like going to divulge the content of something i received but i received inf- like somebody said something to me about her recently yeah. like to me because we brought up a post that was about her on our show a long time back and apparently this person just heard that episode mm-hmm. and you know and talking about how to, what a horrible person <coughs> she was and i'm like oh yeah y- i do all that too like like that's all yes. there for but you're not a girl we don't like girls. This is the He-Man Woman Haters Club. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean... Girls are gross. But those things I like doing would be not impossible to do if some girls didn't like it, too. I mean... Mm, yeah, okay. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. This whole thing makes me, like, tragically uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. So the best thing to do is to stick our head in the sand yes. and ignore that this yes. is a thing that happens. Mm. Uh, or just... Tell myself that they're from uh, from that other subreddit. Because we all know that one of my strong suits is to pretend like something doesn't exist when it exists. Hmm? That's that's one of my strong suits. So basically what you're saying is just be happy you have a penis. Well, I am happy for that. For, for, for more reasons. reasons than beyond this. Um, it's fantastic. <laughs> Not going to lie pretty fucking awesome <laughs> i mean it is i mean really it is it's I the mean, tops we kind of lucked out it's great so let me get this straight we were born in america yeah it's white dudes <laughs> we're white yes. and we have a penis i mean our powers decline in a little bit but it is kind of awesome to be us sometimes like all three of us were even born pretty damn poor and it's still awesome like you can yeah. still about as good yeah. as life can get you can stand up and pee we kind of hit we kind of hit the birthplace lottery. Yeah. Pleasure yeah. yourself in public places and get away with it. What now? What? Huh? Say what? Huh? You, no, uh, no, I think you're going the other way. There. The second one, it's, much easier. You don't have to worry about woman. getting pregnant. Uh, well, well, you do have concerns in that department, mainly because of your penis. It's like self heating and self cooling as a as a as an appendage. Like it just contracts and expands with the with the temperature. To Retractable. Yeah, detachable. Oh, it is retractable. Like it, it's 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 pa- it's pocket size. Like when you don't need to use it, it's uh, it's it's a fun appendage. I feel like we took a <laughs> a turn somewhere. I don't think any of these are speaking to the problem on the board here. No, either. that's what I'm trying not to do okay. is to not address. Well, we can skip this and go back to whatever here. Tony wanted to talk about. I mean, are we, why are do we you done not want to? Because I don't know what to do about it. I can't offer her any advice other than I'm to stop posting on to, Freemasonry. I'm not going to apologize for those people because I don't know who they are. Well, there's I, I no. I mean, you can't. Yeah, there's no solution here. Can we address those? You just divided by zero. Haters going to hate. My brain is like running in loops. That's what's happening. 
I mean, but we Haters can't hating. we can't address those people if they are Freemasons. Give them some words of advice about stop. Knock it off. Maybe. I mean, that's what. Like, if that was your wife, mother, sister, daughter, who was just expressing an opinion, no. Harlan, Harlan would have an opinion then. I don't know. I don't think I would let my daughter anywhere near Reddit the internet in general, well, but if it, especially if was, the Freemasonry subreddit. I've got bad news for you, buddy. But if it was his wife, he'd be like, "What are you doing on the internet anyway?" Uh, I would say, "What are you doing on like the Masonry it. subreddit?" I would feel like he would want to read the no, no, no. nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> no, my uh, no, she stays away from Freemasonry things on the internet. The 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 pre the the private message username is things like definitely not your husband Harlan. <laughs> What did she say to get everybody so ticked off? She, she said, I'm a girl, often, and I know stuff about masonry. She often, like, expresses an opinion that she believes that we should let in women is probably the one that made most people mad. And that really angers some people. Wow. Yeah, see, there's 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 nothing you can but, say to like, her. But, but I don't agree we should let in women, but I will say right, to her in not, the public forum, no, you're wrong, here's why I think you're wrong. Right. I don't hate her for having that opinion, because Masonry's pretty cool, that's why I joined. I'm not mad at you for wanting to be a part of it, but it just doesn't work if you are, in my eyes, for these reasons. Go start your own Masonry. And that's what I, yeah. <laughs> like, go join Quo Masonry, leave this Masonry alone, or whatever. Because I think she's wrong doesn't mean that I need to bash her because she's not like attacking me or masonry really she's saying she doesn't think it's right i don't think there's a lot of things that sometimes in masonry that's right and i will express my opinion this isn't right and i may not agree with you but i'm not gonna freaking that's uncalled for i mean that's just there's just no reason for that i like how tony was all like she just got her feelings hurt what's the big deal i I guess you thought they private messenger uh chauvinism kick in there buddy (laughs) you uh got some white knight syndrome going on now no No. he he just thought the messages were more like you have cooties you can't be in our club yeah Yeah. i thought she just got offended at some little or nothing and then i read that and i like those people were jerks well, I mean, yeah, a lot of those them. people are not Masons. It's, it's, right. it's not white knights. Regardless of whether they've been raised or not, they're not Masons. It, it, it's more to do with, like, they're a part of my group and they're acting like a... Uh, I think that's what makes me so mad when I read that. that if you don't know that, Masons, Tony. That yeah, even this, if they're this, not, this they're pretending group, Tony, to yeah, be these are people that are acting these that are, way. These are your brothers saying this. So they need to have some tender loving upside well, the head. Right. I know. Yeah. Okay, we don't know that, but they're they're representing but themselves as a part of heaven. So we need to find them. And we need to cut them. Y'all seen that last scene in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where they have the printout of everybody who, who posted in that thread about how bad their movie was and they show up to all these 12-year-old kids' doors and just so kick their ass So basically that's what we're doing yard. now is we're yes. going to go make them eat the poop that yep. was originally composed yes. about. Somewhere along the way can we join a uh, animal liberation front? Excuse me, um, Brian, did you say on November 22nd, <laughs> Jinx Bunny, you are a poo-poo head, you have no place in masonry. Oh, yeah? You're going to yeah. need to step outside. Yeah, I don't care if you are 13. Get your ass out of here. Right. <laughs> Show you how to be an internet troll. Then the body, then the mad, body brother bro? opens the door and we're like, uh, how's your phone service? <laughs> we're thought <laughs> about switching to Sprint. Uh, I mean, like, it is a problem. Sorry uh, that you don't want to admit that it's a problem, but it's a problem, even if they're not Freemasons, that they're representing themselves as Freemasons and speaking 
in that manner but towards so, people. Again, like Clandies do, and that. we don't kill Clandies most of the time. So. I'm not saying I don't want to kick them in the balls. Some of them I want to kick maybe, in the balls. Maybe they don't have balls. Maybe they're like self-hating women. Ooh. And That's a nice twist. Doubt. That's a thing. I would see that movie. Yeah. It's a good twist. Speaking of which, I saw a horrible movie yesterday. I was dragged to the movies yesterday. It was horrible. Say Mad Max? Okay. Horrible. Okay. What'd you a movie say? called The Boy. I saw previews for that. And you I just talking about a terrible movie you saw last week? I said, it's going to be terrible, and then I knocked it off my to-go-see list. That's so. what I said, and my wife said, no, I really want to go see this movie. I'm like, Amy, I don't want to go see this movie. Then while I'm sitting there watching the previews, I happen to like glance at Rotten Tomatoes for this movie, and it got a one star, which basically means that it has opening credits, closing credits, dialogue, and some things happen in between the credits, but that's it. Hmm. I figured out the entire twist, the M. Night Shyamalan ding-dong twist to this movie. Ten minutes in, sent a text, leaned over and whispered, said, don't read that text after the movie. Then when she is, read is the text... Is this one of his movies? No. No. It was trying to be really hard, to though. Put, to put the Rotten Tomatoes thing in perspective, a lot of those movies that I thoroughly enjoy watching get, like, two and a half to three stars. <laughs> Horrible shit he loves. Two and a half, three stars. So when one it star. gets, yeah, when it gets one... Because it's... Yeah. One star. Like, like those movies are... Like horrible on purpose. The movie yes, you're talking yes. about is a movie that tries to be good. It thought it was good, and, and that was, it. I think, what was the most annoying thing is it thought it was going to be a really good movie. Like you could tell, like everybody involved in this movie, it was, yeah, it had creepy previews. It was not entitled, you know, Pterodactyl versus Shark the Puss or something yes. like it was. Yeah, with a hilarious yeah. and they foreshadow the twist within the first ten minutes so many times. I'm like, oh, and then I sent the text and was like, hmm. read that after the movie, y'all. Okay. Okay. T- Tony, what did you want to go back and talk about like 20 minutes ago before this yeah. Jinx Bunny thing? He's so mad he forgot. When you said you were bored about this topic before you knew it. The chaplain is angry again. Uh, guarding the West Gate well. I think we let too many stupid people <clears throat> in. When you look around the lodge a lot of times, I think we have people that are too that are that are not I think we ought to be a little bit more elitist. When you say stupid, if, do, if we, are, are you actually meaning to? intolerant? No, I think he's meaning because those just, are those are not uneducated. mutually exclusive. No, no, seriously, uneducated. I think um, he's talking about the madman or a fool. I yeah. mean, what degree of education do you want us to have? That, that, I think I think you ought to at I'm least saying. be a high school graduate. I know some, I know some high school dropouts that did really well. Well, I, I, I my buddy, the plane owner, and all that dropped out of ninth grade. But that's as time goes forward. Now, I mean, I'd say at least a high school education. I Bill think, Gates I, I, never graduated from college. Are you know, you dropping out from Harvard is a little bit different than dropping out of high school. <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah. Is it? Quite a bit. Couldn't hack it at Harvard. Uh, I mean, I if never, you couldn't hack it at Harvard, I don't want him in here. You know, I never went to Harvard, but I can tell the difference uh, between stupid and not stupid. Yeah, I don't uh, think it has anything to do with education. Um, that it, it really doesn't. But no, we let a lot of Should people Should we through. start administering some sort of a test? Some sort of a, a common sense test. Maybe so. I, I see a lot of people that I'm thinking, okay, they're master masons. I know there's no way they learned their proficiency. But that's just repeating back words somebody else said to you. But yeah. I, but some I can, of them did. And, and and if you talk to them now, they can't tell you anything about their no. proficiency. I don't know, Tony. I mean, they walk among but, us, they drive cars, and God help us all, they vote. Okay, let's so let's, let's ask the why, more important question. But I think here. we ought to be a little bit more elitist. What if they're good guys? 
They can be good guys. I think we got to quit having a bleeding heart. So you don't think we should oh. let in guys who are good guys, but just not that bright, but dumb. Yeah, that's just God-given intelligence. Hold on. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, we need to start being a little bit more elitist. And if you are elitist, and if you only let in the cream of the crop, the top, the best of the best, then other people will want to be part of that. When you let everybody in, and you have, and you lower that bar so low. Then there's no thing about joining because it's, it's what anybody can do. There, there's there's no sense of achievement when you get in. So what you're saying is that old line, like I don't want to be a member of any group that would have that would me. have have me as a member, pretty something like that. Something that when you join it, you're thinking, man, I just elevated myself. That's what masons should. That's what masonry should be. Mm-hmm. Who are we gonna get to wash the dishes when everybody out there is a PhD? The new guy. Or if we had, <laughs> you're the, your PhD is not a hard science. It's <laughs> your PhD is almost worth nothing. It's this is a mechanical <laughs> engineer. What kind of garbage is that? Geology. It's just a master's degree. Get in the kitchen. You're the worst kind of engineer. Go flip some pancakes. But Don't no. you engineer your way around that kitchen, boy. But the, don't you think it's part of guarding the Westgate, though? No. We need to elevate. I, I think. I think. It I thought it was about keeping the girlies and the colored people and the gays out. But I, I think if you're talking about. Like, oh, and the Muslims. A complete dumbass who doesn't have walking around common sense, maybe. But I, don't I know, think that's, we've that's got some a, of those, too. We do. That's a weird line to start drawing. Though. You got one that. that that keeps calling me because Harley won't answer his phone. I, I know. I know who you're talking about. That was a long time ago. And that was I, well before I got now here. You tell I, me I how agree. Did he well, I really want to start naming members from this lodge right now and see if Tony thinks they fit his. Well, okay. Do his, I get into your? Yes, your, you get in. Well, because how do I level, get in? Because of I, your I, level I of intelligence. It has nothing do to do. That. But how do you know my level of intelligence? From uh, uh, an investigating committee, we need to do a better job when we're investigating. Tony, by your right now, most investigating committees, if you haven't committed a crime, rubber stamp. You haven't committed a crime, you're not a felon, rubber stamp. Tony, by your criteria, you wouldn't be here because you say masonry. That's true. I wouldn't have said masonry in my uh, in the interview interview. when you mispronounce 15 words. I'm gonna be like, "Yep, he's a dumbass. Can't let him in." I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have mispronounced it. I'd do that mainly to irritate. I mean, you guys. I talk on. I and talk I did on, it so much now that I actually talk that way. I talk on this on this microphone a couple hours a week, and I mispronounce a good probably twenty percent of the words I speak. You're a highly intelligent person, Bruce. You're highly intelligent. Harlan's highly intelligent. Now I don't know how some of his brothers got in, <laughs> other than the rubber stamp process. Oh, oh, hey, cube. <laughs> He's sitting right there, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Silently in the background is Brother Cubed, still here. The the investigation process right now, in my opinion, is nothing more than a rubber stamp if you haven't committed a felony. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but... And half the time, even if you don't have the money to pay, well, we'll work something out. But basing that on intelligence, like, I know people that have extremely high IQs that I wouldn't let watch my dog. Then don't let him in the lodge. Guard your west gate. But then you're talking about an intelligence issue versus a common sense issue, which is different. Okay, it's a balance. And you know what I'm talking about. You're playing the devil's advocate. I'm not playing the devil's advocate. I'm saying you're you're putting forth criteria. You need to define the criteria of what the cutoffs are. I mean, if Whoever this is can afford you, to pay the overpriced dues. Maybe we need to raise the dues. <laughs> is this where you were going with this all no, along? No, that really wasn't. I, just, I was just trying to expedite yeah. the process. No. I'm just saying, like, how do you determine this guy's a dummy? I ain't letting him in. This guy, he's kind of smart. I'm going to let him in. Like, like, how do you know 
based on your limited knowledge in meeting with this guy, that this guy's a dummy versus this guy's average versus... That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know? I think, what what if we did ask him some questions other than, have you ever committed a crime? Do you believe in God? What about, um, you know, give him a little geography test. We... Geography. What if geography is not their strong suit? But they understand. Uh, maybe they don't understand geopolitics, but they understand how you can break down a uh, an engine and put it back together, and why it works that way, and how it works, and what you can do to make that engine run better. That's a different kind of intelligence than geopolitics. That's mechanical intelligence, and usually. But that's still intelligence. Are, but that's that's right. a science. So you don't think those guys should be in here? Most mechanics should not be masons because they're not as smart. They're not as bright as. All right, he's just messing with us. He's trolling. <laughs> like, like I, I, I think no. I know he was doing that before, but now for sure, I was like ninety five percent sure. Actually, I'm joking about that. No, if 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 you've got if you've got a, I've been looking around. It doesn't lately. matter if you're a dummy, as long and as almost you're everywhere I go, one of us. Almost everywhere I go, gobble. I'm like, dude, how did this guy get in? And maybe I'm, maybe it's. Maybe I'm getting older, I mean, and so I'm turning know. Republican I mean, or whatever. No, okay. you're getting older, and you're hanging out with those Obama elitists all the time. He's that's, a Trump voter. Uh, okay, now what about this? Now, I love Trump. I tell you what, Trump could shoot somebody, and that's still following. <laughs> For the trial. Well, no, um, it's because he can't get out of this truck payment he has now, so he's stuck with Trump because yeah. he's driving that truck. Well, well, I mean, like we all know one guy here who uh, maybe not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah. But I tell you, if I was broke down in California and said I need a ride home, the dude's going to come in his house shoes because he's just going to grab his car keys and head to California to pick me up. Right. That's the kind of guy I kind of want to have as a brother, no matter that okay. he ain't that bright. Like, he gets the fraternity part of the yeah. thing, which let, a lot of people don't get, especially the highly intelligent people. Yes. They don't get let, that let, part. Let me ask you what a question. Would Rocky be See, without I, 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 I would say there's a trade-off there. In, in regards to what you're saying, is the smarter perform- you are, I think there's a less chance of he can you perform a getting- useful function. Let me ask you a question, and I don't mean this to be mean. No, no this is not a troll. Yes, it is. It really isn't. I've been thinking about this. You know, if, are you, you familiar with the boy who cried wolf? Because <laughs> you you suffer from that syndrome a lot. Go on. One of these days, he's going to be in some absurd position and calling all of us. None of us are going to believe. Just it. hang up on him. All right, Tony. This ain't funny no more. Go on. I'm trying to be serious. Um, what about somebody with Down syndrome? And I have I've got some family that has Down syndrome. I, I'm not trying to put them down, but but could somebody with Down syndrome become a master mason? I've seen it. Really? Yeah. Have you? I'm just I'm seriously. Not, I'm not being funny. I'm I'm asking. I mean, I yeah. thought it would come under the. There's a guy at. Uh at one of the elder lodges in our jurisdiction, actually the elder lodge, uh, or no, maybe it's a different one. I forget which lodge I've ran into this guy at, but yeah, he's and Down syndrome's but, not uh, a real good one. You've got yeah, some. I mean, I mean there, that's there a large spectrum. of that. I mean, like you some can of have a dude who are... just looks like one of them, but one. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, okay. there's no way to talk about this I'm without trying, sounding yeah, like an no, asshole. I can't. I'm trying to be respectful. And you just went off the track. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying. I mean, my Tony. point is, is Down syndrome is on a spectrum. There are some guys with Down syndrome who lead a life like you wouldn't believe. Some of them are doing better than I am. They got a better job than I do. Live on their own. They're they're doing all right, but you know, there's parts missing there. And I'm not down. So I, I don't. Not, I don't think that's that's a good one. I mean, if you're talking about somebody who is who is like certifiably 
mentally handicapped. Like, oh, oh my god, am I having this conversation? Was, no, what is he done? I was laughing at, at something he said a second ago. I don't. It's, I, I there's mean, no. We, we we can't have this conversation, Tony. There's no. What about Sling Blade? Sling Blade? I don't know, man. I mean, he's a good guy. He protected the kid. I mean, he put a, he a, put a lawnmower guy. blade through Dwight Yoakam's head, which I'm always for. <laughs> it's a very stuff like this is a very touchy topic. Yeah. So. It's a very We've reached our topic. touchy topic quota with Jinx Bunny today. We, we need to, to like add. We to need it. to make one episode I'm where we talk about like four or five topics like this. That's just I mean, how do you, something I mean, but nobody how do you, wants to talk about. How do you? How do you like? Well, that's the point, Harlan. What's your cut? I mean, off? Somebody should talk about it. Like, how do you define These the cut? Are probably off? questions that everybody has. I don't know. That's that's what I'm asking. It's well, that's what I'm asking. And if it's, anybody's going to do them, it, it's going to be us. I'm sorry to be talking over you, but I'm trying to talk some sense into that one over there. I gave up on that years ago. I'm starting to doubt your intelligence for still trying to do it. It's like when you argue with Stu. When you argue with Stu, like, yes, you're right. Everybody knows you're right, but you can't change Stu's mind. So at some point, I got to wonder about you still arguing with him. He engages me. I can't. I, I not. know you can't let it go though. You're like a dog with a bone. I get I mean, it. That's just who I am. But that's I'm part sorry. of the problem. I understand he pushes your button. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not in Harlan's case. I'm yeah, whatever. Just do what y'all were doing. I've got to go. I've got a birthday party. My niece. Oh, you you open this can of worms, right, and then right, you got to right. okay. Let's, no, I, I'd say let's talk right. about this highly sensitive subject that nobody wants to talk about. See y'all later. Why don't we ask the people on Reddit? Sincerely, not the ones that just been talking to because those are the people on Reddit. Ask them what thirteen year old girls. What do you think about it? I mean, what what are are we too freely letting people in the Westgate? Yes, I think the answer to that question is yes. I would say yeah. Are we letting people in because of intelligence when we shouldn't be? I don't know that that answer is answerable. I think that makes sense. I mean, Tony, you're talking about instituting a test to test their knowledge. Might as well throw a poll tax while you're at it. What about a test to test their character? Shouldn't that matter more? I other, mean, I would rather have a, a guy. Felony, what's what's a good you know, reason for keeping? We the guy kind out? of have a test of character mm. embedded in the third degree, and we had a guy who utterly failed that test completely one night, and we still let him in. He actually said. A yeah. Oh, we probably need to cut that. That's too far. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Didn't he start throwing that? Who oh, is that, this? Other he did. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. Dude, I can't remember who it was. But I know what happened. I, it was yeah. so horrific to it me. Was, I blocked it out. It was Josh's buddy. Oh yeah, that is who it was. <laughs> this recently? No. Uh, I mean, it was in the last year or so. I think. No. It was right before you got yours. Oh, I was maybe say, it I don't was. remember okay, it. A couple of years ago, I just remember thinking, "I don't know what to do here." Like we just went on, like we always would. But I was just like, pretending I, like I, he didn't say I, anything. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you you lead him to that door over there. Like I feel like you failed the test. I know you didn't know you were taking a test, you, but you were, you, and you failed. Take the push him out. I, what we ought to do is put them all in egg chairs and give them a written test and see which <laughs> one drags the table to their egg chair to write on. Yes. I've seen that somewhere before. Men in Black. I've never heard of it. A, no, I made that up on the yeah. spot. It's completely original to me. Then we put them in a shooting range, and the one that shoots a little girl with the books when there's aliens all around. That's the one we have. What's she doing with a calculus book? She's up to no good. Look at all these monsters <laughs> around. She's in the wrong part of town. That dude's just hanging out on a light post, hanging, uh, working out. <laughs> I, I gotta right. end this because yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I, I don't either. It's nothing good. Yeehaw! Wait till you hear the lyrics to this. So much drama.
All right. <laughs> We're putting a bullet in episode 108. That is uh, a lot of episodes. It is. Of the Astrologue Podcast. It's actually like 104 or something now. Brought to you from the uh, freshly Febreze-scented back room of a local lodge buried under the ice in a small town near you. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find the, us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. You can shoot us an email at afterlodge.gmail.com. Uh, I heard about some guys that hang out on uh, the internet relay chat occasionally at irc.snoonet.org. Harley got banned from that sign. Freemasonry. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. I, I, I don't have anything else. I'll see you brothers next week. Later. Later.
Yeah.